Hi again, this is Roy's Rocket Radio, episode 92, recorded on Sunday, the 26th of July 2015, at 17 minutes and 30 seconds past 10 in the evening. So, as promised, I am back. We just did a podcast yesterday where I talked about my own writing, and tonight I'll be talking about Doctor Who. So if you're a fan of Doctor Who, this is the one to listen to, though I do recommend that you also listen to the one about writing, and there'll be another Doctor Who podcast tomorrow. As I said at the end of yesterday's show, today we'll be talking about the adventure called The Ice Warriors. But before we do that, I've just got a tiny little update on the writing, and we'll get right on with that. Actually, even before that, I've got another piece of news. So, this morning, I was sitting staring at my phone in bed. And I came across a piece of software called Looper. So, I'm not talking about the science fiction film or a software program that will actually enable you to time travel. That sounded a lot funny when I rehearsed it earlier, but anyway... I'm talking about a kind of recording device. If you're not into music, you might not know what I'm talking about, so I'll try and explain really briefly. A looper is like a recorder where you can sample little bits of sound, and it will play those little bits of sound in a loop. You can record numerous bits of sounds and play them all together, and you come out with some kind of song. Well, I downloaded this and had a look at it. It looked quite easy to use. It's actually called Looper, and it's a free Android app. And I proceeded to (laughs) clap, bang on surfaces, rummage around my drawer to find things to drop, scream, and on my second go, I came out with quite a sinister-sounding track. And after listening to it, I realised that it is almost the ideal soundtrack for my game Rider on the Mist. In the Mist, sorry. Although I'm not sure how to put it into the game, because it would be a bit annoying if you had that looped sound effect going all the way through the game. Maybe I'll put it in as a kind of bonus thing that you can play at the end. But when you listen to it, you're going to think there's something wrong with me. (laughs) And I tend to agree with you. So I'm going to play it for you now. And then we'll just talk about the writing and I'll get on with Doctor Who. told you that was weird. <laughs> okay. Now yesterday I talked a bit about building an imaginary world for my fantasy writing. And the name of the world was World. W-Y-R. 
LDE. Well, what a fiasco that was, because this morning, just as a last-minute caution, I decided to do a bit of internet checking to see whether that name had been used in any other kind of IP. Well, it's used all over the place, actually. The domain itself, world.com, is taken. There's a band with that name. And it's even been used as avatars by various people on social media. So I think I'm going to look for something a little more generic. Okay, so that's it for the news and the current update on the writing. Um, and on with Doctor Who. Oh, and by the way, on that writing, if I have any more time tonight, I'll be inputting the week's edits tonight. I'll be sitting at the word processor. Although, <laughs> by the time I finish this podcast and edit it and upload it, I might be pretty tired by then. We'll just have to see. Uh, it, actually, it's not so much the fact that I get tired from writing. I get tired from sitting in the chair. I really don't like sitting in office chairs. But there's not much you can do if you're typing something, unless you're typing on a tablet or something, I suppose. I, I suppose I could upload the thing into my netbook and just have it on my lap. But, uh, okay, I'm talking about writing again. On with Doctor Who. So, Doctor Who, The Ice Warriors, 1967. This is the last adventure of 1967. And then Doctor Who will be back afterwards. I can't remember if the next episode is... Uh, no, after January. So, yeah, it'll be after Christmas. So, Merry Christmas for you, uh, of those of you listening in 1967. Just in case I somehow invent time travel in the future and uh, I don't know what I'm talking about. Okay, back. So, the Ice Warriors, finally. The Doctor and the Companions are back on a freezing Earth. The TARDIS arrives sideways and slides like a toboggan and then eventually comes crashing into a bank of snow. The crew have to climb out sideways. You would have thought with all that dimension shifting mumbo jumbo that they wouldn't have to climb out sideways, but it does add some comic value. Jamie thinks they're back in the Himalayas, which is where we were last week with the abominable snowman. Did I say that right? Abominable. Okay. But actually, they are in the future where humanity appears to be fighting off an ice age with the help of a lot of tech, which includes an almost omnipotent AI and a machine with which they plan to melt all the ice with a coordinated burst of ions from bases that are dotted around the world. So actually this could be the Himalayas. I don't think they mention where they are during the adventure. So Jamie could be right. It's just at a different time period. At around this time, there's also a team of explorers who come across 
a frozen Viking-like warrior in a block of ice and return to the base with it. Of course, the ice inevitably melts and all hell breaks loose when the thing awakes. Eventually, more of these large ice warriors come to life. They look like really enormous armoured Vikings, only they've got, well, tinted visors in their helmets. So obviously they're not Vikings. It turns out they are, in fact, stranded Martians. And they need the human's machine to restart their spaceship. Or they need something from the human's machine to start their spaceship. I think it was something like radioactive mercury or... I was lost with the science there for a minute. It becomes a bit wordy and complicated. But eventually there's a big standoff. But with the Doctor's help, the Ice Warriors are disabled and finally defeated by a whole plethora of nasty things that the Doctor and the humans do to the Ice Warriors. First, there's an episode with, I think the Doctor has a stink bomb that kinds of gases the ice warriors. Then there's heat. The Doctor changes the atmosphere for the ice warriors and they can't stand the heat, so they suffer from that. Then the Doctor uses a sonic blast against them, which disables them completely. And finally, the humans use the ionizer, which kills all the ice warriors and destroys their spaceship. Now after all that you do have to feel sorry for them. And at the end of all this, obviously the ice warriors are dead now, so the humans have won, the humans celebrate and the doctor and his companions slip away as they often do. So what did I think? Well, this is the first appearance of the Ice Warriors, and I do think they make effective Doctor Who bad guys. I like the Ice Warriors a lot, but it's mainly because of their hissy voices. Now, I'm not going to, <laughs> to do an impression of the Ice Warriors, but I'm afraid I'm going to make an idiot of myself. Their voices are very addictive and it is really fun to imitate them. It's the sort of thing that you could probably use to scare small children with, which is an added benefit. So I did enjoy the appearance of the Ice Warriors. I do like the techno mod look of the future humans. They look really cool. And depending on your age, you might not know what a mod is, but just imagine people who listen to quite a lot of soul music, ride Vespers and Lambrettas, wear a lot of monochrome colours and have short hair. But they do look cool. And actually on that subject, Jamie must have been in the TARDIS too long, because he sees the ridiculously short micro miniskirts that the women are wearing 
and suggest to an outraged Victoria that she'd look good in something similar. Now, while I sympathise with Jamie's current hormonal predicament, I can't help remembering him beat the Yeti to death last time. So he has gone down in my estimation because of the Yeti beating. <laughs> Victoria, who I initially thought plucky, and who has been pretty plucky and brave, until this adventure, seems to devolve into a weepy whiner, thanks to some fairly sexist writing and direction. So I didn't really enjoy that part of it. I didn't think they did any favour with Victoria's character. And actually, she seemed out of character, considering how she's been written and directed before. The adventure itself is reconstructed in parts, but is still enjoyable, as it is proper sci-fi. The big theme this week was reliance on computers versus human reasoning, and the metaphor of this is the relationship between a renegade of the future humans called Stor, S-T-O-R-R, who goes and lives in the wilderness, and the hyperlogical Clent, who is the leader of these future humans, the leader of this machine base, and part of the plan to defrost the ice and reverse the current ice age. In the end, Stor's human reasoning wins, which means they start the, the ionizer. I'm never going to be able to say that word. They start the ionizer early, at the cost of possibly not preventing another ice age. My view is that is an entirely stupid decision. Lucky I wasn't there because I don't think I would have done that. What's the moral? Well. <laughs> For me, the moral of this is never trust a Luddite. So that was the Ice Warriors from 1967, the last Doctor Who adventure of that year. Tomorrow, tomorrow for the life of me, I can't remember the name of the first episode of 1968. Ah, yes, no, I remember it now. It's called Enemy of the World. Apparently it's a fairly well-known adventure. So I'm quite looking forward to that. So that's just about it for the podcast tonight. Hope you enjoyed it. And... Do you want to hear any more of that? Rider in the Mist soundtrack. Shall I play you a little bit more? I think so. Okay, really couldn't resist that. <laughs> 
if it's going to give you nightmares, well, all I've got to say to that is good. After all, we do talk about Doctor Who a lot, and it isn't hiding behind the sofa part of the whole experience. So, with the time coming up to 10.34, this was episode 92 of Roy's Rocket Radio, recorded on Sunday the 26th of July 2015. Hope you enjoyed the show. Please join me again tomorrow. If you have any comments, questions, you want shouts, just tweet to hashtag Roy's Rocket Radio, all one word. Roy's Rocket Radio. That's hashtag Roy's Rocket Radio. And I'll mention any comments or whatever you have to say on the show tomorrow. So that's it for now. Bye.